At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Joining us now as it relates to that Chinese spy balloon happens to be Dr. Sky. He's Steve Cates, and we he watches the sky for us and reports whenever there is an event. With me in studio, Judge Richard Weinberg and Congressman Peter King. Judge, go right ahead. Uh, Dr. Sky, welcome back to uh, Cats at Night. What I want to ask you, there's been a lot of talk about these balloons. I yes. want to know from your perspective, what does this really mean in terms of uh, our national security, our national defense, and what we should be doing? Well, Judge, great question. Good evening to all the listeners out there. I wanted to comment on this. I was just on with Frank Morano earlier this morning, passing on some information. Obviously, it's a big threat to national security, as we're hearing from the general before and the guest that you just had. But this is something interesting that I wanted to share with you, Judge, and the entire audience here tonight on Cats at Night. Apparently, many people are so concerned about why we didn't shoot down the balloon initially. But according to reliable sources, Tyler Rogaway of the War Zone, that's a website called thedrive.com, gives us this bit of information, and I believe he's credible. He says one of the main reasons we didn't shoot down the balloon is that our national assets with our spy planes, particularly one called the U-2R, in the aircraft vernacular, it's known as one of the Dragon Lady aircraft. We find out that these two U-2Rs actually went above this particular balloon. It's almost like flying into space. And apparently, they have the capability to jam or actually listen in on the transmissions that are coming from these particular, you know, this particular Chinese surveillance balloon. So maybe that's one of the good reasons. Maybe we actually did gather so much information. But simply, Judge, to answer your question, there needs to be something done about this. And the reason they shot it down, apparently, over the ocean, according to reliable sources, is that when that payload hit the ocean, it would have caused less you know, structural damage to the payload than if it hit the ground. So there's a lot of information here that we're not getting told, probably never will be told. But I observe many of these balloons, not this particular one, Judge. And it's a fascinating subject to keep all our listeners in, in check with. So that's a bit of information, I think, that maybe go not to defend the Biden administration, but we may have gotten more information out of this than we're being told in the public uh, venues. And Dr. Scott, why do the, uh, the Chinese want this uh, wreckage back so badly to make threats? Well, I think there's lots of material on there. There's cameras, there's lots of film canisters, maybe. But again, Look at it this way, Judge. Their ability to be able to transmit information from that balloon, it wasn't just stored like a hard drive, or potentially. They didn't think they'd ever get the balloon back. This balloon was probably transmitting up to satellites in space. But as an asset you know, to them, obviously they're not going to get that at all. We know what's happened to this. But there's something also about this that I think to give you know, credence to balloons. There's other stories, and I don't want to ever sound conspiratorial here on any show across the nation, but there are some reports that China has developed, we know, some very advanced drone technology. And out of these balloons, why would they use a balloon when they could use a spy satellite? Simply this. Some reports indicate that they drop these what they call electronic cicada-type devices, like cicadas that burrow in the ground and come out years later. 
they may indeed have dropped these small little sensors out of these balloons from altitude. But one of the things, Judge, really quickly that needs to be mentioned, the call signs of the two F-22 Raptors, interestingly enough, were Frank 1 and Frank 2. Why? They're in honor of Arizona balloon buster, that is, Lieutenant himself, who obviously in honor of Lieutenant Frank Luke Jr., the namesake of the Air Force Base that I'm sitting next to right here, he shot down 14 German balloons in World War I, and that AIM-9X Sidewinder missile judge that came out of one of the F-22s may not have been the explosive type of AIM-9. It may have been a kinetic type of uh, vehicle, meaning that it literally punctured the balloon without explosion, so that, in other words, we would just want to deflate it, as we saw in the videos, so that we could hopefully gather as much information from the payload that came down of the deflated balloon. Dr. Sky, this is Pete King. Is it possible that a number of the UFO sightings that people thought were UFO sightings actually could have been balloons over the last several years? Yes, Congressman. Good good to talk with you. Absolutely. And you know that the government, you know better than anybody, I'm sure, that has been in the, you know, in the halls of Congress. The recent report on UAPs and unidentified aerial phenomenon, I believe very strongly that of hundreds of maybe thousands of those sightings, as we know now, these balloons have incurred over our airspace in the past. I am absolutely sure, Congressman King, that we're talking about something here that uh, is probably in those realms of the reconnaissance and spy balloons that China sent up. But boy, wouldn't we really like to know, wouldn't, we, wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall to hear some of the real stories of what some of those hundreds, if not thousands of reports really are? Certainly would. Well, you, you know, Steve Cates, we find all of this, Dr. Sky, we find all of this interesting. In the few seconds we have left with you, is there anything else that, you, that we didn't ask you that you feel is relevant that the public needs to know? Well, we'll continue to stay in touch with this great radio station. And I want to thank John Katsimatidis for having me on your station and learn more about what we're doing with the Dr. Sky experience wabcradio.com with our blog and our podcast. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.